welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Hello. You know, I always look honestly. I don't know if I ever say if I always say this, but I probably do. Um, I always look forward to Zach's intros because they always catch me off guard. And I wish we like showed our videos more often because then people would see. We can put literally a com- compilation video together of like. <laughs> Your intros and my reaction to each one. Because they're so funny. <laughs> what it do, baby? We Anyways. Are live. Oh, it's another great week. It's another just. Is it? Is it though? I don't know. I like a great week of, of what? Of content? I, I don't remember much content I mean, this week. We don't have don't too like much you. content, but. We have reactions to things. And you know what, Zach? I want to start doing more reaction videos. Like, I'm putting that out there right now. The pressure is on. We need to do more reaction videos. And I've also had three glasses of wine, so I'm feeling good tonight. (laughs) You were waiting for that, dead ass. (laughs) A little bit, a little bit. Um, Okay, so Zach and I actually just before this... this podcast watched two brand new trailers that actually came out what's say 14th came out um i want to say today and yesterday um or no both of them came out no army of the dead came out yesterday and fast and furious 9 came out today um so i want to kind of talk about a little bit of both of them first mm-hmm. um okay you you choose which one do you want to talk about first which one <laughs> I have no stakes in this game. I, I don't know. What, what one do you want to talk about first? All right. How about this? This is okay. Let's talk about the one that I found more intriguing. Which I don't know if it's gonna be a shock or not, but um, I, think I want I you to guess. Guess. I want to get. I want you to guess. Fifty fifty chance. Fast nine. Yeah, actually. <laughs> of course, you found um, it more interesting. Uh. So. Uh, do you want to start with that or okay do you want to go first or do you want my, my reaction again first? i have no stake in this, <laughs> this really... all right i'll go first because just because it's still so fresh i just watched it literally less than five minutes ago um my first reaction was so i haven't i've watched a few of them i haven't watched them like consecutively which i want to one day is to watch them like when i have like a day to myself um mm-hmm. which is very rare so I loved it. I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10 for a trailer. Um, uh, just because it like it gave us a lot, but it give, didn't give us too much, in my opinion. Um, the music was fantastic. I had chills watching it. Um, the one thing that got me in the trailer, though, was John Cena. Um <laughs> I Explain yourself. Yeah. I t- no, it's a good thing. Genuinely, I know I just talked shit about him like two minutes ago, but um, I literally—I'm not going to get into that. But I won't call myself out. Um, but I—I I genuinely liked him in the trailer. I know I said we're—I said different with other things, but I think these roles are better for him. Like I'm genuinely. No, the Suicide Squad, I really liked him in that trailer. 
I and I've said this before on the pod. I've said I liked him better in Bumblebee because I loved his serious esque character. <laughs> I really liked him in the Suicide Squad trailer, and I really like. I I'm not gonna lie, like the facial expressions he made in this trailer made me laugh because he looks to me look constipated the entire time, but. I like the fight scenes between him and Vin Diesel. I think it's going to be a good film. And with Helen Mirren in the film, I almost jumped out of my seat because I was like, damn, they got her in this. I like that they're bringing characters back. I liked the... I love T.I. And I love... um, I don't remember the other guy's name. It's not T.I.? Fuck. Who is it? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) No, wow. genuinely, I forgot what his name wow. was. Wow, <laughs> wow. I'm not even going to save you. I- <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well, the two... <laughs> the two- <laughs> I know, I, I realized as I said it. Um, no, I forgot. I genuinely forgot the other two guys, but I, I like... I'm interested now as to the space, like plot to it i'm interested to see where they go with it and if they actually go all the way into space but it was a good trailer nine and a half out of ten again like i said um music gave me chills i think i love i love the action sequences i i really like that throughout the other fast films i've seen um but that's my thoughts and luda luda it was ludicrous <laughs> Pain. <laughs> so much But no, pain. I, I really don't remember what the other... I don't Tyrese. remember what the other... Thank you. Pain. Thank so you. So much pain. <laughs> That's what Zach deals with. Um, but tell, okay, tell me your thoughts on Fast 9. I liked it as well. Um, yeah. I agree with you. Music was incredible. I actually, I forgot how good Feel the Love is by Kanye mm. West and Kid Cudi. I forgot how good that song is until I saw this trailer. Because um, it's been a while since I've I listened to Kids See Ghosts. But uh, loved bringing Han back. Uh, again, Ludacris yeah. and Tyrese are an amazing comedic <laughs> duo. Uh, not sure about the whole... Don's brother thing with John Cena, but I rate John Cena. I think he, I think in certain movies he can be really good. So I think he's going to be good in this one. Um, Shalice Theron as well. It was an interesting. She's back. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still haven't seen Fast Eight, so I don't know like the whole storyline going with that. But yeah, I haven't seen Fast Eight yet either. Uh, and I kind of, I can't lie, I kind of gave up on this series after yeah. seven, I want to say. So, I might go back and watch them, but... I think I'm going to go back and watch them and just see, like, storyline and plot-wise, like, where it's leading up to. This has to be the last one, right? There, is there another one? I mean, this has to be the last one. I think, so, where else can you go? You know, once you once you go to outer space, where else can you go? They haven't officially stated anything i mean everyone everyone thought after fast seven with paul walker they all thought that that was going to be the end but then they kept going so i think it just depends i don't want to i don't want to say it depends on vin diesel but i really feel like i feel like vin diesel's the one kind of in charge of the series so i feel like if he says i'm done then it's going to be kind of like it's a fallen tier 
but it's like what drive drive into a volcano an active volcano you know how 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 far they've literally done everything they've done exactly that's what i'm saying they've done flying cars they're going into space now i mean I don't know we'll if they're going into out, outer space. I think they're probably going to go to like the stratosphere just on the, the edge of I'm space. But, I, but they're I in actual they're space suits. Um, not I do really. They're makeshift space suits. They're more like under under the sea suits. I mean, still the stratosphere. You're still out of yeah. oxygen. Um, I do have to point out, though, with, the, with Paul Walker being said, um, I did get a little emotional throughout the trailer because there was one point where Dom is like, I, I feel like that's like, them trying to say like that's him watching where they're at like to make sure they're safe um or it could be like a flashback of because did they say in fast eight anything that did happen to his character or they i don't never, know i haven't seen fast eight that's not i um, haven't either i've seen maybe the first like i've maybe seen the first like 10 minutes but other than that and is the i don't think the rock is in this one i think the rock and tyrese mm-hmm. gibson i know had a big falling out in fast eight so I'm assuming I think The Rock didn't come, I don't know. Well The Rock didn't, didn't really come back, but The Rock has his own spin-off with Hobbs and Shaw with um Which okay Jason Statham, so I'm glad you brought that up though, because I don't know if you saw that one, but I attempted to watch it. And I it could be the fact that I really haven't watched their other like the other films that they've been in. I know Jason Statham was in Fast Seven, I wanna say. Um or Fast Six. But I wasn't a fan of it. But it could also be because I don't know the the background from the mm. other films as well. So I know a lot of people kind of really loved it. But I, I watched it and I was like, ah, that's kind of... I mean, the trailer was definitely funnier. But the film for me, I was kind of like, ah, eh, I'm bored. I was on my phone too much. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to... I'm not going to even attempt... I've been I've been getting better, I promise. <laughs> um, any more thoughts on Fast and Furious Nine? I'm actually gonna see it. I think I'm gonna July eighth, right? Think, it said? No, my birthday. June twenty fifth? Mm-hmm. Oh, July eighth I think is Army of the Dead. I just saw July eighth somewhere. I think yeah. Oh, you know what? That I think that's okay. That makes more sense because I know a lot of films were coming out in one weekend, so they might have actually spread out all the Universal films because I know that's Universal. I know A Quiet Place Two is Universal as well, mm-hmm. but that one's coming out a month prior, so they might have moved everything. Because I know at one point there was a bunch of films, bunch of the same industry industry films in one weekend. Studio so films. yeah, studio films. I'm not thinking right now, to be honest. Um, <laughs> well, three glasses of wine in. Just shut up. Makes sense. Listen, I feel bad that I didn't know Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris's name. I'm ki- mentally, I'm like, I'm kicking myself right now. You should be. Anyways, um, Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. So, genuinely. I didn't realize I okay so I don't know if you know what film this is but I was thinking of a different film that came out like 10 or 15 years ago it was another they were stuck in a mall and it was zombies I thought that was Dawn of the Dead yes okay that's what I was thinking of I was thinking of Dawn of the Dead but I thought that this was like a um recreation of the film it's almost a sequel is it a sequel it's Zack Snyder 
Oh, fair. It's the same guy. <laughs> you know me to get crucified for this, but I didn't know he directed Army of the Dead too. <laughs> You know, when it comes to I'm you, I just, I'm I know. I'm in pain. Someone called 911. I'm in pain. What? Not to bring up bad old memories, but. Oh, here we go. That's like when. What's the one director that you absolutely love that I did not know what he directed? Yeah, I know. that. That's why I wasn't going to say it, but I had to because it's a comparison to this. <laughs> Well, now I'm curious as to what director it is, because then I can try and show you my knowledge. I've been brushing up for you. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's at the tip of my tongue. He directed that film with Robert De Niro recently that just came out on Netflix. (laughs) Am I right or am I wrong? (laughs) Am I wrong? Why do we have a film podcast when you don't know these people? <laughs> I am so upset. Were you this? Yes, Literally. you're right. You are oh, right. Okay. But I the knew name. I was you right. You need the name. You need the name. Can you I'm give sorry. me a first initial? No. I'm so sorry. You need the name. One I of know. the most legendary directors ever. Okay. It's really not that hard. I know it's not. You're Googling. I can see you Googling. <laughs> I'm, ups- I'm so upset. No, I'm, I'm so thinking. Right I'm now, thinking guys. about who am, your favorite director is. I am so upset right now, guys. You have no idea. It's literally on the tip of my tongue. Can I just need, I need initials. That's all I need. M.S. Martin Scorsese. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I could picture him too. I just couldn't think of his name. Wow. <sighs> Aren't you glad I didn't butcher the name, though? Because I usually butcher the names. The f- you didn't even know the name to butcher I it in the know. first place. <laughs> Anyways, it's kind of like that when I don't know. Anyways, going Anywhere. forward. <laughs> yes. Before I cause more irony in our life, or ire, whatever it is. Damn. Your opinion on Army of the Dead, please. <laughs> That's the first time you've ever asked my opinion on anything, by the way. I'm so over this right now. Can you <laughs> just tell me what you thought of the trailer? Please? Okay, so Army of the Dead. Um, okay. From what you sent me, when we were just texting about it about 10 minutes ago... Um, I wasn't a fan of the CGI. I know you said the visual was really good. That you liked what he... No? What are you talking about? I'm looking back at our messages because I want to be accurate about this. Um, oh, you said the music looks well. Just kidding. Works well. Um, I'm a hot mess tonight. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I thought it was good. I was expecting... I don't know what I was expecting from it. I think I had a different picture in mind of it. I love that Dave Bautista is one of the main characters. I love that he's getting more films now since Mm -hmm. Guardians. Um, I mean, he was in that kind of spy movie. He was in that spy movie. Um, And now he has Army of the Dead, which I wasn't really expecting him as a main character, but I love it for him. I think it looks good. I don't... I'm not... For me, it's like an 8 out of 10. Um... 
visual wise, I just I think Zack Snyder is such a good visionary director. I'm just curious about how the plot is. I'm curious to watch and see where he takes the vision of the zombies. I'm going to just call them. Um, I, I don't have much else to say other than it looks good. I'm just not super impressed with it. I don't know if you disagree, but if you do, I understand. It's your boy. Well, I mean... He's writing, directing, cinematographer, producing. I mean, he's practically doing everything for this film. Yeah. Um, obviously, with and it's been talked about. It's been hyped yeah. up. Yeah. So I understand. Uh, but I, like, I it think looks that's. Good. I think that's more from Snyder fans than anything else. I will say, yeah. just like from out in the the Twitter verse. Um, but I think it has potential. I kind of want to see Army of the Dead to. <clears throat> understand fully what this whole thing is but yes. I am interested in it as you said Dave Batista looks fantastic Tig Notaro is going to be also very interesting as a character um, I think the cast is quite interesting and I'd like to see how they all work together the idea of zombies in Vegas is Another very interesting concept. Um, yeah. The fact that they're music, more like I fluid. Think, I, I think what I think what impacted me more was the fact that I think the music for this trailer worked a lot better than the music for Justice League. I felt the music mm-hmm. here fit a lot more with the whole um, Texas Hold'em song and mm-hmm. them being in Vegas and. Uh, it worked with the trailer a lot more than than Hallelujah did, so. Yes. Although Justice uh, League was still attractive in that sense, it still brought the whole like kind of, I don't want to say holiness, but it brought. It brought a certain aspect to me, which I, I like liked the grandeur of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, don't get me wrong, though. The trailer for Army of Dead looks... It looks great. Like, I'm still going to watch it, but I just... And I like the fact that they're kind of more fluid and they're more, like, with the zombies. I They're more, I guess, lucid in a way. Um, mm-hmm. That they're kind of... They're more aware instead of how we've seen zombies in the past. How we've seen The Walking Dead. How we've seen The Army of the Dead, quote-unquote. Um... Which I kind of like, in a sense. But, again, I, I we're just going to have to wait and see the film. But it looks good. I don't have anything bad against it. I'm just, I'm interested that Zack Snyder created this. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Okay. And so, next we have um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, just to recap it. Mm-hmm. So um, we got. Oh, I remember now. I remember okay. now. Sorry. Go ahead. Yep, no, I don't go need for to it. Uh, guys, folks, <laughs> viewers, viewers, listeners, I'm back into this show. 
Episode four did it for me. Can't and lie. you know what? I told you. I didn't tell Can't you. Lie. But I, I knew it. it. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, I was very upset. Very. Uh, but you know what? I think it needed that oomph. And I knew, I knew episode four was going to well, be like Well, the stakes were high. Po- and I think yeah. I, needed, I needed that. I needed the higher stakes because up until that point, it, it was very stale. Well, I felt episode that, five. Go ahead. I felt that the more human side of Sam trying to relate to Kali was very interesting. I agree with Sam. I think Kali's mission is an important one and one that deserves attention, but the way she was going about it was not correct. Um, obviously, the ending is uh, jaw-dropping, to say the least. But I felt that movie, I mean, that episode really got me to a place where I was like, okay, this is good. This feels like the climax I was hoping for. Now we have, what, two episodes left to complete this idea. So episode five is probably still going to be maybe the tippity top of this rising action of this you know this climax and then hopefully six we get a conclusion unless it's going to end in a cliffhanger and that's going to lead into something else um but yeah i i'm still not sold on bucky and sam yet as in I want to see more from their relationship. I don't feel like we get a lot of that right now. If anything, it's more of how can we crack jokes on Zemo, you know, and how how, how can we continue to get at Zemo? Who's the smartest guy in the room? <laughs> um, also, uh, I gotta say, I have to say, I have to say, the Dormelage incredible i am so mm. glad we get uh, some time with the drama lache i'm so glad we get time with ao i'm so glad that we get to see them at their most potent and deadly um and that's something that i f- i hope that black panther 2 kind of continues to extrapolate on but it was very exciting to see the drama lache just kick ass <laughs> I mean it was so much fun but yeah I'm I need to see more from Bucky and Sam right now that's where I'm at <clears throat> um I disagree with you on Bucky and Sam per usual um I think we've had a lot of time since what was it, Winter Soldier, to kind of get accustomed to them. And if we didn't really get into their their kind of like love-hate friendship until Civil War, um, I think their chemistry is great. I think that right now they're just focusing on getting Zemo. They're trying to get back the, the shield. And, I, I mean, yeah, we don't really see their friendship per se, like 
there but I think it's more of like admitting that they're actually friends I think that's where we're at in the show is them admitting that they actually like hanging around each other that they actually um they they share a common thread that they miss that they do miss Steve that they they've been through a lot they've literally been through hell and back together they were both blipped up together um I think that throughout these next two episodes we will see more of a common bond I think that right now um they're I they're learning to adapt they're they're more now they're friendship is more leaning on each other I think Sam is starting to realize that I think Bucky's like listen like I think Bucky's realizing it more than Sam is but Sam I think they obviously as friends like they care about each other they're like listen we, they wouldn't be working together constantly if it if it wasn't for the fact that they're buds um so that's where I'm at with them I, I, I see it but I think it's gonna take a little bit more I don't know um go ahead the reason I disagree is I feel the show focuses more on John Walker mm-hmm. than it really? does on Sam and Bucky and their relationship. It's more of how can we get one over on John Walker and I, I, I think I think the reason why I feel that way is let's look at if you look at what people are talking about, they're talking more about John Walker than anything else. No one's mentioning the scenes with Sam and Bucky and, and their relationship. If anything, it, it's Zemo and John Walker are stealing the show every single time. So that's fair. why I'm a little bit... That's why I'm saying I'm not sure, and I'm hoping that by five and six we'll get more of it, because obviously we have scenes of Sam throwing the shield in the trailer, so obviously he's going to get it at some point, probably after this in this situation with John Walker at the end of four. The hope is that then we'll see more of this relationship now that Sam has the shield and Bucky mm-hmm. is like, okay, you were the rightful owner of that shield. Let let me support you and push you to be the best Captain America you can be. But as it stands right now, yeah, they back each other up, but it's really Sam on his own for the most part. Yes, Bucky's there, but it's really everything is Sam's driving it, which which is great. But the show's called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. so you need them both together. And right now, I don't feel like they're a solid crew. I don't feel like they understand well, yeah. each other. And yes, of course, they're getting to know each other and getting to understand each other and getting into each other's rhythms. Obviously, that's kind of what the show's about. But I'm just saying, like right now. I don't feel like I've 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 been satisfied by their relationship. I know you respect that. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> I think before this we have seen culmination of them together. We've seen like obviously Steve's always been there, and then now it's now we're at a point where okay, we need to see how their friendship or their. Um, their friendship develops without Steve, and that's something we've seen. Um, I do agree, though. Zemo and John Walker have stolen the show. The one thing I will say that I've seen all over Twitter is the scene where John Walker, like, his his friend just was killed, and you see that mirror shot, and you see the cracked mirror, and a lot of people are relating or comparing that to him finally cracking, him finally 
he took the serum at that point, which I don't know if we, if we haven't even discussed that yet. Um, he's taken the serum and he's finally cracking under the pressure. He's realizing, okay, like everyone's looking at me. This is, I am Captain America. And he's realizing, okay, maybe from what my standpoint is on him, it looks like he doesn't realize just how much of a figure he is and he's realizing that now whenever when he with that ending scene in episode four and everyone's taking pictures of him he kind of looks like just looks like he's turned all his humanity off at that point he looks like okay i don't care anymore i am the shield and i feel like at this point whoever stands in his way he doesn't care because he's just trying to get to the top i mean he he's when He's in Cap Shadow for the most part. And nobody respects him as the new Captain America because he doesn't have the serum. Exactly. Or at least he believes that that's the main differentiator, not because he's a good person. He He's, he's a soldier, born and bred. So a lot of it is about taking orders and doing what he thinks is best but obviously nobody cares about his opinion because he's not an avenger you know um with the cracking thing i don't think it's more of him cracking under the pressure or or anything like that i think it's him turning i think it's more of because you because you sense there was something dark about john walker the whole time and I even said that to you in the first episode. I said, I feel like he's kind of a double agent in a way. Like, I felt like he was secretly working with these um, flag smashers. I, I disagree with that. I, I don't think he's a flag well, smasher. But I, I, exactly. I do. And I don't think he's a double agent per se. But I, I think he's power hungry. Mm-hmm. And I think given the lack of respect everyone's been giving him, he's kind of turning on that side. Remember the quote from the doctor when he tells Steve that he has to be, he's a good man. Being a good man is more important than um, having super strength or anything like that. John Walker doesn't have that. It's less about being a good man and being a good soldier. And so here's the difference. Like not everybody can be a super soldier like character's a big portion of this so I I don't know if he's a I don't think he's a villain I really don't think he's the villain at least right now I have no inkling to him being a villain but I, I definitely believe he's just very misguided and I think the end of the scene was, was the point where you saw that he he's just a human being it almost feels and like I he think, thinks he has to be perfect and right because he thinks Steve was perfect yes <clears throat> but he doesn't understand the things that Steve went through mm-hmm. Steve's not perfect so I'm interested to see and this is my next question um, with the discussion on episode 4 I'm curious, or I believe everyone's curious as to what the next two episodes will hold for every character that we've met so far and that is going into the next two episodes. Um, Not prediction-wise, but what do you think 
what do you think and what do you expect from the next two episodes? I think Zemo's going to be killed by the Dramalaje. I think John Walker will be imprisoned and then somehow get out or um, will be, will obviously become U.S. agent. I don't know how that's going to happen after John Walker, you think he's going to be a U.S. agent? Broad daylight. Hmm? You think John Walker is going to be a U.S. agent? He's going to be a U.S. agent. That's who, he's, that's who he is. So... Figuring out how he's going to become U.S. agent is going to be interesting. Um, obviously, Sam's going to get the shield and become the new Captain America, but will people accept him, I think, is where the show's kind of pulling in, and that's where a lot yeah. of like the racial aspects of the show is going to become very important. Um, I still wonder if Bucky is going to explain to... Uh, that man he takes out for dinner I forgot his name right now uh, about um, his son yes I wonder if that's ever going to happen because that I think is an important plot device um, I think that's also for him to move on from everything that he's right. been that he's done as the Winter Soldier and now that he is finally quote unquote free as we saw in the last episode I agree I do think that that's a major key component and that's really going to set him more free and realize okay I let go of all my demons. This is what I need to do to go forward. Yeah. I think Carly's going to die. I think there's no saving Carly. I think although Carly is doing the right thing. There's a prediction. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just I just think I think they're going to find a way to kill her off. Which is sad, but that's what I think is gonna happen. That's what well, that's what Bucky said. Bucky said at this point, like you have to kill her. Was it Bucky or was it Zemo? Zemo, <clears throat> no super soldier can be alive. Um, there's a prediction that Sharon Carter is the power. The power broker. Yeah, there's a really big theory out there that Sharon Carter is actually the power broker. Which, I mean, it's not crazy to think about. But I wouldn't be surprised. But I've also lost all the bets, so I'm not betting on that. I mean, it's it's potential, but I, I really don't think so. I think there's somebody else who's who's up there. Somebody we're not taking into account. Obviously, given the fact that episode five has been spoiled, that there's going to be some sort of big personality that's going to come through. Um, <laughs> Mephisto? No, we don't know. But somebody's coming. <laughs> you didn't even catch my joke. I didn't care about your joke. <laughs> Somebody's coming. <laughs> so I think that person's probably the power broker. I think it's kind of like Jessica Jones, where we knew there was a bad guy, but we weren't sure, and then finally figure out. Don't David give Tennant me after. hope. That's, oh, I'm, just saying, I, I'm just saying I think that's oh. how it's going to go. I think it's going to be somebody that we don't know, and it's just a very great casting, and that's going to move things forward. Um, because obviously Dude. either either Sam and Bucky get to Carly or the power broker gets to Carly but somebody's getting Carly at the end of the show that's my prediction I believe Carly is not going to make it because I think she stands for too much <clears throat> this is the first time that I will say I genuinely don't know how the show's going to end WandaVision I could have given you 10 theories 10 theories this one, I, I genuinely, like, I'm 
honestly enjoying going episode by episode, not thinking about the next step, not thinking about, okay, could this, because I will admit though, that the theories kind of ruined everything for me going forward from WandaVision, like episode four to five. I'm like, I know, I know. And I'm, I am admitting it. For this, I'm not really going to guess at what's going to happen. I'm just going to say, I, I do think Sam will end up with the, with the shield, but will he call himself Captain America? I don't know. Will we get a season two or will this go into a, a film? I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely, personally enjoying each episode. I'm going just by what they're showing us. I'm not trying to predict how it's going to end at this point. I think we're more likely to see a John Walker U.S. agent spinoff series before we see a season oh. two to this. I think if this is a one and done show, I would be satisfied. I don't need another season. I think I would rather see them in like another Avenger film or another. Well, obviously they're going to come back. That's inevitable. I definitely think that you don't think Sam and Bucky will come back for another movie. I don't think that this is the end of their story. I definitely think no, that no, 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 no. Where I'm at is Bucky's the more interesting character to me right now. Mm-hmm. I think with Bucky's past, he's a far more interesting character to follow, and I don't think Sebastian Stan has had his just dues yet his flowers and i think that scene mm-hmm. in four with the with the ao and she's going through the um hypnotic words and uh bucky's trying to resist it the whole time yeah that scene is glorious so oh, that's i think that scene is proof that sebastian stan has the acting chops to carry his own show or his own movie or anything like that so that's where I'm headed because I want to see those two years and what kind of what that was all about how this whole rehabilitation process has gone I feel like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier focuses a lot more on Sam but unfortunately it's the weaker projects right now I don't think that's Sam's fault I just I think we've introduced way too many characters and some of them are way more interesting than Sam is as, yes, it's great to see Sam's past and his history and to see his family life. I think that's really important and I'm glad that we got that. But when you're in the same room as Zemo, in the same room as the Winter Soldier, in the same room as John Walker, I mean, these people are very interesting. Their pasts are very scattered and crazy. And so, if anything, I also want to see like that first black uh, super soldier, Ishmael, whatever his name was. I forgot his name, mm-hmm. but something about him would be or at least like a scene with him and sam kind of breaking things down would be far more interesting to me than you know seeing a season two of this i don't know whether i would be satisfied because i really don't know again yes season four was great to me but i'm still not satisfied i don't leave episodes being like oh that was amazing. I, I, I feel so full on Marvel content. Mm-mm, I don't feel that way at all. So it's very hard for me to believe in the next, what, two weeks. I'm going to be very satisfied by this series. So 
that's my take at least. No, that's fair. Um, I've I've kind of felt the same way, whereas I'm just kind of going episode by episode at this point. I'm I enjoy it. I don't love it, but I like the I do enjoy the Marvel esque feel it does have. It has the action sequences, it has the kind of like buddy cop thing we're used to, especially with like Tony and Cap. Um I don't know what what the rest of the series will hold. I kind of disagree with the whole like Zemo, John Walker, and Bucky feel. I think that yes, we know how what each of these characters bring to a scene, but I think that they're all kind of equal in that sense. Like I don't think one character holds more power over another. Um I do think in episode four with Bucky's arm, how it kind of just reattached, I did like that. I thought that that was a very interesting sense to his character. Um, and Zemo escaping. So I'm interested to see what else we see of Zemo. Um, kind of where I'm at at this point is I just want to see where each of these characters lead off to. I want to see where Sharon Carter goes. I want to see what happens with Zemo, with you, John okay, Walker. Question. Okay. Do you honestly feel you've seen enough from Sam to be satisfied with wherever his storyline is going? Genuinely, yes. Just because Sam alone, really. I couldn't see him in a standalone, but I could see him, uh, and which is really the correct answer. But I could see him with Bucky going off onto a another buddy, like a buddy cop. I know. I understand. But just Sam alone. I'm 50-50 with it. Like, I can't give you an honest yes or no. I could. I think that's I would, the problem. Exactly. Yeah. I. The best way I can describe it is that I would be interested to see what his standalone would be. But from how I've seen him with other characters, I like him better when he's with somebody, which I know is not good in a sense, which it shouldn't be that way. Okay. Same question, but with Bucky. I would say I'm 50-50 with that, too. Like, I can't see one without the other. You which... can't see a, just a Winter Soldier movie or a TV show just with Sebastian Stan? Genuinely, I don't know. Okay. I, I It would have to be something that I would have to see the plot and I would have to see where they go with it in order to be like, okay, I could definitely see that happening. But that's also kind of like comparing... Compare, I wouldn't say comparing with Black Widow... But Black Widow, we're about to get her standalone. So right, but the the difference is that we had the scene. Uh, is it called the Red Gallery that she was in? The that that. Oh, what I, was it called? yeah. Without, I forgot the name. Okay. But because we got that scene, that only makes Black Widow more interesting. Yes. If we didn't get that scene, I don't think anyone would. That's a lie. I think her character I think, alone. I think I think the major population of Marvel fans probably wouldn't mind not having a Black Widow movie if we didn't get that scene. I think I believe that scene is very pivotal because we get that backstory to Natasha that we didn't get before. So that's that's where I'm I'm very up in the air about it. If I if we got a movie where we saw Sam in Afghanistan, maybe, 
and we saw Sam as a soldier and then obviously losing his friends and then he's going to the VA and he's he's doing uh, PTSD talks and then he meets Steve like I would be interested in that I will say but to me the idea of a Winter Soldier TV show or a Zemo TV show or movie or a or a John Walker TV show or movie are far more interesting propositions mm-hmm. than than getting a Falcon show, which to me hurts a lot because I would really want to see Anthony Mackie and and Sam Wilson this character really get their just dues. I just don't feel there's enough in this show where I'm like, oh. I feel like Sam's really fair. doing a lot. If anything, Sam's the comedic relief, which then sucks because it kind of puts him but on the back But he's always burner. been that way, and that's what kind of sucks, is that he does deserve his just dues, but he's always been that supporting character. And I love right. Anthony Mackie. I love his character. I love seeing behind-the-scenes like videos, pictures, all that stuff of him. But I do agree with you. I think it sucks that he has always been in that supporting character spotlight to Natasha and to Steve. And especially with Bucky. He's been kind of in that supporting character role. I think with this show... Okay. I will say yes, it would be kind of... It would slightly be boring to see just his role. Like just his like Sam Sam Wilson slash Falcon film or tv show but to see him and bucky together in another like film or something like i but that's what i'm saying you're you're relying yes. on bucky to provide i know that, and that's that why i'm saying gravitas. it sucks and because that's he that's shouldn't. my main issue yes. that's what i'm saying no that's i know trying, that's what it's been trying to say the whole time is that's my no issue. i know and that's why i'm agreeing with you at this point i'm saying yes it's it's i understand where you're coming from it would be more interesting to see these characters i don't know if they'd ever do a john walker i don't want to say i don't think they would but who knows? They would. they would. Are you kidding me? Wyatt Russell has taken the world by storm right now. I know. I, but they would definitely do a, and I, a, a I U.S. Hate, agent John Walker situation. Absolutely. I, I don't doubt I, it for a second. <laughs> I hate that I that I would rather see Sam and Bucky in the same like continuation, where it should be like okay, like our OG Avengers where, okay, I'm glad this solo film is coming. I'm glad we're getting this, but now I'm kind of like, eh, like I, I don't care for it, but I would love to see Anthony Mackie step up. I would love to see him. But I, this is the thing that scene, but with who knows Kali, the next, but I'm saying that scene with Kali shows the potential that Anthony yes. Mackie has to be the leading man. I just don't feel like the script or the show right now is really doing him enough favors, because really he's the bu- he's 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 the jokester. He's he's cracking you know jokes and stuff, and but that's who great. Knows? But that's not helpful when you're the main star of the show. But like who knows there has to be more sho- from you. Who knows what these next two episodes are going to bring? Is I what mean, my point is. I'm I know, but I'm just saying like Bucky had a whole scene with Ao where he went back and we talked about Wakanda and and like the drama there, the intrigue there. I I don't recall Sam having a scene like that unless we're counting that Carly scene. And maybe I guess it's equal. That same same episode equal situation, but I think that's when, that's what I'm upset about. The only thing I'm going to say about it is I think we have to see where these next two episodes lead off because the next one is supposedly 61 minutes 
And then who knows how long the finale will be. But I uh, remember to subtract 15 minutes from the credits. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're going to say 61 minutes. You better take off 15 minutes from the credits. That's anyway, how long the episode is. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say much more about the characters until I watch the rest of the show and then I can actually after episode five I'm gonna be ballsy and make a episode six prediction I'm gonna make a that's finale. not ballsy you have one episode to go <laughs> I you know, should have but... all the context you need by episode five <laughs> that's like that's like Okay. I don't know. Wrong being, terminology. Wrong terminology. That's like listen. being five minutes out on the fourth quarter of a football game and being like, I think I know who's going to win. Like, <laughs> yes, you should know who's going to win by that point. It's, the score's really not going to change that much, is it? Anyways, those are my thoughts on Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode four. Anything else you want to add? the show's on thin ice man if episode 5 sucks I just you said just got good it can't suck I I want it not to suck but again just know we have that big we have a quote unquote big fight scene coming with with Sam Bucky and John Walker (sighs) you said the same thing in WandaVision it wasn't that big don't don't gas us up (laughs) i'm not trying to gas it i'm just trying to like encourage you to be more excited about the next two episodes honestly at this point i'm kind of hoping loki just carries disney plus i'm hoping disney i'm hoping loki just brings us out of the water and we're like it should and if it doesn't at least we have she hulk that just started filming and so did um captain marvel 2 starts filming this week and so does Black Adam just started filming. Um, what else starts? I think Ant Man three starts filming very shortly. Thor, we're in the middle of. Look at me, like, all right. Um, what else? I think that's it. I'm interested to see where all these go. Suppose, and I say this every single time, but supposedly Captain Marvel two is going to be the Young Avenger film. It's either Captain Marvel two or Ant Man three. That is the Younger Avenger film. Um, Thor 4, we have no idea what the hell that film is about, but I'm excited. We have a star-studded cast. Um, oh, we have Miss You're Mar- rambling right now. I know, but now I'm like thinking about all this shit. Anyways, go ahead. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Um, anything else you want to bring up from the last week? No. I'm trying to finish Game of Thrones. Oh, I forgot we had that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was my question. Okay. So I know we did t- we talked on the phone yesterday about this. I'm so glad you brought Game of Thrones up. I was trying I was racking my brain to think of what else we talked about. Um Good question. So out of everything so far, because you're only on season seven, episode three. Um, uh, episode five now. So out, out of everything that has been hyped up about the show, 
What's been the number one most disappointing um, moment that was hyped up for you that you don't think should have been hyped up? Oh, the Red Wedding. Easy. Easy. I mean, we did talk, yeah. Everyone talked about the Red Wedding. I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen the Red Wedding yet. And like, I was there thinking, oh, I can't wait. I'm looking for this Red Wedding episode. And I found out that it's not an episode. There's no episode called The Red Wedding. So I couldn't prepare and gas myself up. Watched it. And I was like, well, I mean, it's totally on brand for the show. I was like, I don't get what people are kind of upset about. You thought... I mean, you thought shit was sweet? Like, no, people are going to die. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? I think maybe the only thing, and obviously spoilers if you have not seen it by now, but you know what, forget it. It's killing been Rob's more than wife, two years. Killing Rob's wife was probably the only thing I was like, oh, snap. But other than that, I mean, that scene was completely on brand for the show. Completely on brand for the show. I'm going to slightly disagree, but. In what way? Um, I guess just because you and I have different reactions to things. Especially so you don't scenes. think killing a king and his mother at a dining hall is not on brand for the show? So the way I looked at it was I tried not to obviously have spoilers because I really honestly going into the show I I binge watched it so fast I didn't have time to look up spoilers and I I had heard of the red wedding but I didn't look into it so I didn't really I honestly did not know who died other than Ned Stark I knew he died I think in first season because that's all everyone talked yeah Yeah. so him and Jon Snow yeah him and Jon Snow were the only two I had really spoiled for me because of Facebook but the red wedding Going into the scene, I'm going to say, going into the scene, I knew something was up. I didn't know it was a red wedding, which I guess brings that to your point. Um, I think for me, it was just more sad. I, I cried more than I did, like, I, than more than I was in shock, just because obviously, like, you see, it, you, you see their deaths coming in that scene. But without it being spoiled, I was more of, yeah, I was more sad. I just cried the whole time because I was like, damn, like, Arya was that close to them. Honestly, the wolves got me more than anything. And I said this yesterday to you. The, the kingdom, whatever, the bad guy's army killing the wolves is something that actually got me more than Rob dying. Um, obviously, his pregnant wife, that one got me when they first stabbed her. I was devastated because I was like, damn, they just had that happy moment. They were about to be reunited with Arya. And then everything kind of just went off into shit. But, um, I mean, I don't really have anything that was really hyped up. Um, <laughs> season, uh, eight, but I'm not going to get into that yet because you haven't seen it. Um, I will. By the end of, by the end of Friday, I'll have seen all of it. All right. So next episode, we'll talk more in depth of season eight, but, yeah. um, I do think, okay, I will say, I'll answer my own question. Um, you got past the Jon Snow thing, obviously, right? The first death? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that one was kind of too hyped up, if I'm being honest. I think that was hyped up more than than um, than the Red Wedding. 
just because you kind of know he's coming back. I mean, I only knew because of spoilers, but, like, you can kind of tell they're, like, trying so hard and they're working so hard for it that... Um, yeah, there was he was he was positioned as a main character. There was no way he was going to yeah. die when, when I mean, it, it I could see... Okay, in, realistically, you I could see it being a hyped-up scene because you're, like, fans were literally waiting, I don't know how long, like, a year, maybe a year and a half for, for it to come back and for them to be like, is he alive? Is he dead? Like, what's going on? But... Watching it, like, when, as I was able to watch it real quick, I was like, ah, I mean, you obviously kind of know because he's too hyped up. He's too much of a main character. They kind of need him too much. Um, there's more in season eight, I would say, is too hyped up, but I'll wait until after. I'll wait until after you watch it. Um, but is there anything in the show that actually, like, kind of aha got you or something that you were super ready to get past or because I know there's a lot there's a lot between season um, one to seven killing the high sparrow excited for which one was the high Um, sparrow was that the grandmother no the 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 dirty guy the the one he was in like the the temple guy the high sparrow the one who manipulated the king I have to rewatch. And, uh, I don't remember who the High Sparrow what's is. What's her name from High Garden? Uh, God, this name's escaped. There's so many names in this show. What's her freaking name? Um, okay, the one who told who made Cersei go on the Walk of Shame. Oh. Him. <laughs> that was him. Die. Okay. Cersei blowing s- up the 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 scepter with the uh, bro. Yes, that I was like, oh. Back in the show. I'm here for the show right now. So I do have uh, to go... That kind of brought me back in. I do have that to discuss that scene though, a little bit more in depth with you. Um, so watching The Walk of Shame was probably one of the most... I mean, you hate Cersei. I don't know if you hated her, but I like you. Like people absolutely hate Cersei up to, I think, this point for me, where I actually felt bad for her for this scene because I was like, okay, no woman really deserves to be like her hair chopped off um, walking through, like, however many miles naked, like, I just, for one split second, I was like, damn, but then when she came back and, and blew up the city with that, with the green shit, oof, I was like, Cersei is back, and she's, like, sipping her tea, her son gets off the tower, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> when he walks off the tower, I was like, well, okay, we're back in. It was just how calm it was, it was, <laughs> it's not funny. But it's just, it's just how calm it was, really his, kind of struck me. But I yeah, I I don't hate Cersei. I can never hate meticulous villains. I find them so interesting. Oh, she is. I find intelligent. I find villains who are intelligent and they wait for their moment and, <laughs> and they yeah. they do what needs to be done in the right moment because they believe that they're right. I find more intriguing than. The maniacal, crazy bad guys like Ramsey. I wanted I dead say, the whole time. Ramsey, Joffrey, I wanted dead the whole time. But someone like Cersei, I I want to keep around. Someone like Tyrion, I want to keep around. I I like. I those love kinds Tyrion. Of... Love Tyrion. Tyrion holds the show. I don't care what you say. Peter He's Dinklage so makes the show. I I can't. He steals every scene. He completely controls everything. <laughs> I don't care what you say. He controls that show. 
and yes, obviously props to Amelia Clark, definitely holding her on and batting above average. And obviously, um, is it Lena Headley is, is Cersei? Uh, yes, right? Lena yes. Headley. Uh, batting above 100. Uh, totally amazing. But I can never hate good villains. I think good villains are always my weakness. I, I love a villain that fights for what they believe in, even if it means killing other people and that might sound crazy but that's those those are the kind of villains no, I she's love. meant to i mean i i definitely despised cersei for so long in the show but i do agree with you on that sense that i didn't hate her as much as i hated ramsey or joffrey but i think you're absolutely right in the sense that she is meticulous she waits for her moment um there's a couple moments where i was just like damn like that is really maniacal but that's just her as a character and lena headley does it phenomenally um that actually brings up my question to you not that she's a villain but sophie turner's character um sansa sansa her character has so many mixed reviews more hate than anything what do you think of her character like what are you what's your take on sansa You've you've got to take into consideration that she was a spoiled brat at the start of the show. Went through absolute hell. And then now has become a, a leader in Winterfell. I don't hate her. Because when you go through all of that, you, you it changes you as a person. Obviously, if, even when you watch Ramsay's death, I think it's important when you watch that scene where she's there because she starts to turn away and then she's like, no, I'm going to watch this. And she watches the dogs devour Ramsay. She and then watches she's like, her torture get tortured. And right. And I then she's think like, was- I think I've had enough. And then she yes. leaves. And I was like, okay, there you see. She just changed. That was the evidence right there that she is now very different. So I don't, I can never hate her. You've been through so much crap. How can you hate someone like that? I don't understand. No, I don't. Where the I've, hate comes from? She. I never hated her. I don't hate. I've no, never but you're saying there's negative character. reviews. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I, understand I, where that comes from. No, I think it's just people just don't think that her character had much improvement, which I disagree, and I think that each character, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think each character from what I've seen through one through eight. Each character had such an improvement in who they become, um, and, and with more with spe- with specific characters, it happens. It happens more. I don't want to say elegantly, but there's a much more like significant improvement with certain characters. I think some other like Sansa, I think took a few seasons, but with others, it took. Like Jon Snow has always been the kind of character that's like, okay, I'm gonna go fight outside the wall because that's what I want to do so he's always been that kind of loyal character um Daenerys kind of has always she started out as a slave and then grows into her own Peter Dinklage started out as a villain but now he's working with the good guys most characters were broken in the show at some point most of the characters got broken uh Tyrion Uh, got humbled yes um now I really want to watch the show again. And and John hasn't necessarily changed, he's just grown into himself. Yes. I agree with that. So I I think I think Arya is the 
is pun intended the stark difference there like where she where she's at her her change is the most significant i think but Arya's always been the intelligent one she's always thought on her feet she's always known yeah but she was more of a kid now she's a straight-up assassin like it it, it's you can tell from the way sansa's when sansa sees her training with um oh what is her name again the actor are you talking brian yes brian Yes, seeing her train with Brienne is is the scene where Sansa can tell that this is not the same sister that left Winterfell. This is a completely different person. So I think that Arya is the most stark change. I, obviously, I think Sansa is the most broken and 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 mended individual. Um, and obviously, Bran is also different very different mm-hmm. to who he was before everything um yeah i mean i don't have much else to say about the show other than um it does go obviously through significant changes from one through seven as you're at seven right now um i don't remember too much of the show but the signif- the one scene that keeps standing out to me is freaking Cersei just annihilating the city um uh, that for me was a change for her like not obviously a change in her but that was a change in my viewpoint of her as sick as it is I, I gained a lot of respect for how she did that I think it's it's a very sick scene it's very maniacal but I was just like damn don't mess with Cersei <laughs> And then obviously her son jumping off the tower was it was extremely sad. Like that, it, it, the way it just happened. And I saw that scene the other day on TikTok. Like it, it, someone wrote, um, "What's a scene that's not funny but makes you laugh?" And it was that scene. And I was like, I mean, it's it's just so eerily insane. Like how it just happens. Like he, like obviously his wife was manipulating him the whole time. She didn't really love him, but he really loved her. So obviously, like when he knows that she dies. He was a child. Actually, you know what scene actually stood out to me the most? I won't lie. And I just saw this, too, on TikTok. Um, actually, I, can, I don't know if I can talk about it, because I don't know what scene... I don't know, what's, I don't know if it's season six or seven. So I won't talk about it yet. But there's a scene that stood out to me that I was like... And what's funny is... I did not have anything of this show spoiled for me. So that's what dry, that's what really boggled my mind. And watching some of the scenes I did, I was like, damn. Like, I think that's why I was more into it. Because I didn't know anything about the show really going into it. I want to read the books. I've thought about it, but I've heard that they're so thick. Yeah, like that long. They're, they're, I want to yeah. I want to read one and just see. I think that's my goal. I mean, I've heard I've heard that the show pretty much depicts, but I mean, the red wedding and a bunch of other shit in there. Obviously, some creative liberties are taking in certain places. Yeah, um, but anything else you want to discuss? Maybe I'll start Game of Thrones this weekend. Like restart it because I I literally was I would watch it for like twelve hours a day for like three weeks straight. 
Well, if that's all, do you want to close us out? You do a lot better than I do. Well, that was <laughs> another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach. And Nicole. See you guys next time.